Hey, butted, if these chicks, like, do it for free, then how come there aren't any other guys here? Damn it, Beavis, <laughs> we've got a room full of chicks here who do it for free, and all you can think about is how come there aren't more guys here? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, how come? <laughs> Beavis, I'm a little disappointed in you. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Cheetah, cheetah. Okay. What about cheetah? I guess we'll, later. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out later. And I'll remember to say this first this time. This is episode 84, Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. Oh, God. It's a creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, no, it's like a lobster thing. It was on a Mystery Science Theater episode. Okay. Yeah, it's a classic. Great. It's Godzilla. So we have not one, but two guests today. Yes, we do. I'll let you take this one, Bruce. We have first our new Tim Balls, which is Mr. Greg Wapparelli. Hello, Greg. What's up, guys? What's going on? And we have El Presidente. We call him Deuce on this show. He is the Susan Lucci of pinball, Mr. Josh Sharp. How are we doing today? I'm wondering how much of the intro you guys can include with my rant about phone technology. Oh, no. No, no we're not doing that. Well, we could. All right, good. Not... good. <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. So glad I could join you so easily. <laughs> you may want to stay tuned after the credits. It might be like a, a Marvel moment, if you will. Right. Uh, to see what, I'm, see, see, see what kind of grandpa I'm going to be in 40 years. <laughs> You bastards! <laughs> My VR is not working. How dare you make fun of Josh? He, he he finally did it. Congratulations. You are now Ace instead of Deuce. Yes. For one day. That's so true. did you bring the belt to work today? Funny enough, the, the there is no belt. There was what? no belt. You don't get to keep that so, thing? No. It, well, this, this is where things get interesting. So Steinman forgot to bring the belt. So, which is fine because, you know, in Chicago now between Keith and Zach, there's, you know, freaking 18 belts, you know, 17 for Keith and one for Zach. So <laughs> they, they did a rush delivery on it and it arrived at a time where there was, it was so early when it showed up, nobody was there to sign for it. So like <laughs> Saturday was happening without a belt. So Zach's lovely wife drove she was on her way to the circuit final, turned around, went back, grabbed Zach's belt, which was used as the prop, the stand-in uh, for the, the, the real belt, which that, that's I think got delivered to the location today. And my response, I asked Zach if he could follow up, and he's like, nope, that's on you, man. Good luck getting your belt. So uh, <laughs> I sent a text to the owner there just to find out if they got it, and then we'll see where it ends up. So what you're saying is some random FedEx delivery guy has your belt. Has the belt right now, yeah. See, I envisioned you like bringing it home and like laying it across all of your number two trophies so that nobody... No, no. I think Zach and I will just now, whenever we're together, we'll just wear them together. <laughs> I think that's what we have to do now. That makes you uh, a bona fide tag team. Right, although I think my you, you can tell which belt is, is which because mine will be a couple of notches looser than Zach's around the waist. Ooh. Ooh. I actually think it's the coolest hardware out there. It's, it's, it is. It's pretty sweet. 
so that begs the question now that this is the going to be the stern circuit in upcoming years where will there be a belt yes it's actually a part i think it's actually in the contract between the three companies that are included in the circuit that that papa's responsibilities is to procure and bring the belt to the final excellent all right sweet so i can keep playing in it then because that's all i wanted was the belt yes Yes, it was great to not see you there, Ron. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> well, maybe we should talk about what we're talking about in case someone has no clue what we're talking about. What, what happened this weekend? So we played in the Papa Circuit Final or the Stern Pro Circuit Final, whichever, whichever one you Dep- Depending if you were an outside media person and Stern was trying to pitch that stuff or if, if you were an inside person it was the last papa circuit final and uh that was the top 40 competitors from uh, all year round playing in the 20 circuit events from the 17-18 season except for uh you know jeff teals who got lucky to squeak in i think yeah he did he was actually technically on the registration page because zach and i handled the registration he was listed as alternate one <laughs> because they actually didn't remove the person who canceled so that was kind of fun to me and just to me, because Jeff deserved <laughs> that. Well, he, he'll, his nickname will now be Alternate One. Alternate One, I love it. I mean, all things considered, he picked up some points in the in the group of death. He was playing Trent, Keith, and Bowen. And I think he came out of it with like three or four points. And he had some, from what he was telling me, uh, some old game where he barely, like if it, if it went the other way, he would have advanced. Like that yeah. close. Yeah, wow. Trentar. I didn't see it, but yeah. Trentar went all old games. He did, man. Thank you, Trent. Yeah, I would have done it, too. Oh, yeah, I, I need to take this opportunity to personally thank Josh Sharp as my co-pilot. You're welcome, man. I had Crushed. no idea. Well, I needed you to take all those points for me to get through with the seven. We were paired up in round two, boys. Oh. oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot these guys have no clue what the fuck. Right. I was driving, so, yeah, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, and, and a lot of the earlier rounds, they, there was no nothing online, so I had to go by... You know the broadcast. Actually, I don't think there was anything. I don't think there was anything online until the ladder started. No, there was. Where? Round one no. and two were both streamed. They were streamed. They were there streamed. Was no, there were no. There were no standings. I had no idea where I was while I was playing. Like, don't worry. All right. The the, the players were in the same boat as the viewers on that one. But that's not all. There was a Sunday event. There was a Sunday event. Well, let's just start stay on the Saturday event. So we had the circuit finals. Milk it, guys. I left, er- I left early. I got like a good, and I, this is the first time I actually pre-baked with Amanda that I was going on a podcast after this weekend, and she seemed happy about it. <laughs> so we had, so you have the top 40, and they changed this a little bit from the first year, but now it's like, you guys play what? You play foursomes, and then the, the bottom two get eliminated, and you play... It's so you get to the last 10. It's two Pinburg rounds, but with Papa scoring. So, right. which is two, very confusing. four game rounds, 4 2 1 0. It goes 40 to 20 to 10. And then once we get to 10, we get the ladder, which I love the ladder. It feels like mm-hmm. some kind of like Royal Rumble. Like if the Royal Rumble had a max participant in the ring at once of four, and then someone gets eliminated and someone else runs down to the ring. It certainly fits the belt too, right? Yeah. Like it's it's just yes. kind of perfect. Yeah, I, I think they should have had everyone like just run in when it was their turn, <laughs> just run down. They should have theme music play for each person. They come down, 
come on, if, if you want to, I'm just thinking grown pinball, you know, that's, that's kind of what they were going for with this, right? Mm-hmm. Nine, this people, nine people jumping on Elwin as he like, <laughs> lifts everybody up and throws them out of the ring. That would be good. He sees like the, uh, the big show role or something. Everyone yep, just gangs yep. up on him and tries to throw him over the top rope. I love it. So you, we got to the, the, the last ten, and then we, the, we began the ladder. Now, where were you in the, uh, the order of, of rank? I was surprised. I, I had totally assumed that I was going to be in the first, whatever, the bottom four, seven, eight, nine, ten, and I think I was fifth. I get there was a lot of uh, a lot of top guys took a dump in the uh, in the early round, so I was I was surprised. I think I was like the twenty two seed or something like that out of forty, and was surprised to be in the top half of five out of ten. And just assumed I was going to be somewhere in the bottom half, but took a dump. I'm glad you sugarcoated that. Ah, you know, last year my Papa Circuit final experience was fly in. My first four games went last, 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 third. Went to the airport, flew home. So, oh man, uh, yeah, I've ha- I've had those dumps. It's cool. It's all right. Happens to the best of us. But I've never heard of somebody literally flying home straight afterwards. I did. My daughter turned birthday. Three. Birthday. Three. Well, that's a good reason. Yep. Then he came back the next day. If I recall. I did. I did. I did put her to bed first. Then I raced to the airport and left again. So yeah. I could actually nerd out. I remember the the seeds. I was tenth. Grabowski was ninth. Henderson was seventh. Zach Wallens was sixth. He had game choice in the first game. Keith came in as the next seed, so he was five, which uh, I believe leaves Josh at four, Colin Urban at three, Bowden at two, and Ray Day was numero uno. Going you missed Grabowski. You oh, skipped Grabowski. a number. Okay. You'll listen to this back, and you'll be like, I'm an idiot. But yeah, I'm definitely okay. an idiot. So it got down to the – well, for me watching it, it was like anything that wasn't Batman 66, I liked. And, and then when it was Batman 66, it was like, oh, okay, this is going to take a while. Not on that one. It was – that ah, one was it's still, It still took ah. – I liked watching Aerosmith destroy people. I thought that was sure. more fun. Yeah. Oh, man. That was way more fun watching that or Meteor or a- any of the older games. It's Galaxy it was great. You would have loved have Heads Up, Ron. Batman took 30 seconds. Oh, it was so much fun. But we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. So we got to the, the final two, which was Josh Sharp versus, was it 15-year-old Colin Urban? Yeah, another Colin. Those Collins are scrappy. Yep. So you're thinking, like, the sentimental favorite has to be Josh. You figure Colin's 15. He'll, he'll be in lots of these. I'm thinking if I get a final with two people, it sucks because if you lose, you're second. I've had a plenty of final fours where you just tank, and it's like, eh, give me my fourth. I'm happy to be here. Give me the money. I'm good. But uh, I don't know. I kind of played like garbage, and I was kind of – I didn't partic- play particularly well the entire day. I played well for the group rounds. But, like, if you look back through the match play, it was like third, 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 third. I was playing, like, I'll call it clutch enough to get by, and I sort of just did that the whole day. And I feel like, I don't know, in in the final, like, I probably put up a third (laughs) place score on Sea Witch, and Colin happened to have a fourth place score. I took a dump on Aerosmith, not that it mattered, because he killed it, and then I put up like a third place score on Robocop, and he just happened to play worse. I but will say I've also I've played 
better than that and not one. So I would gladly take. I'd rather be lucky than good. Is that the saying? Or Krusty the Clown, you weren't just good, you were good enough. There you go. I was good enough. That moment, I was good enough. So why did you pick RoboCop? Really, because I was just pissed about it from Pinberg. Huh, that's okay. what I thought. All right, that's that's what <laughs> like, I thought too. Like as soon as I saw and and, and Danielli beat you in, on it too. In Zach's round, I uh, Zach almost deferred to me, and he was wondering what I was going to pick for the last game of our group. And I'm like, dude, I'm picking RoboCop the first time I have a chance to play it because I'm just so angry. Still, it's just like the you know the scab has been picked off, and uh, he did not want to play that, so. He picked Batman, and then by the time I'd gotten through the first round, it was like what you know. Zach asked if I was going to pick RoboCop for my coming into the ladder game, and it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I've had enough time, you know, practicing playing playing Batman in both group rounds and feeling pretty comfortable on it that I went that route. But with the game, I couldn't pick Batman for the last game because I had picked it in the ladder. So with the games that I had left and like. I don't know, the rage meter at RoboCop still sort of like it was blinking at me. It was worth worth going. And at least if it's like if it's going to beat me again, like I, I love fighting it. I did the same thing with F-14 when I won Louisville. That was I picked that as the final game because I was pissed about coming in second in Papa on it so many years ago. And the thing is, uh, that's the same RoboCop, correct? It's the Papa it is the Robocop. exact same RoboCop, yeah. which was yeah. five, which is, uh, and I actually like that RoboCop before the Daniele match when we hosted IFPA at at Papa headquarters. Like, I was killing that. I picked it every round that I had in the playoffs, and then laid the egg to Daniele in the final. But the previous rounds before that, it was like ten million, twelve million. It like was just like easy, easy stuff. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It felt good to get revenge on that game a little bit. But uh, I, I know that, like, the tilt, the, there's no, the, the debounce on that tilt on that RoboCop is you're dead. Like, if you have a warning, you're dead. So as soon as Colin, you know, every ball was like, as soon as he nudged it even a little bit too hard and he hit the first warning, it's like, oh, that's done. And you just sort of wait. And it's like, second warning. Yep, just wait. It's coming. Tilt. And. And I remember that from from IFPA 13 at, in in my matches against people where they would nudge and it was just like 100% tilt out. It's crazy. Now, how did that get in there? That's not technically stern. It is technically stern. Well, it's down east. east. It is. If you fi- if you look at the tax return, it's the same corporate ID number. Okay. <laughs> from the company that shipped that game. We're getting literal here. It Plus is exactly the serial numbers. The and the serial numbers company. continue all the way through. It is. Yep. Yeah, they do. I know it, that you know, for a fact. It ended up being a smart pick for you, not just for the like the history behind that particular RoboCop and you needing to kick its ass to get vengeance, but it was clear that that was the least picked game available at that point, probably, and Colin probably didn't even play it, and you could see that he didn't have a feel for the tilt settings, which were really tight. And uh, it was dark, and that game was super fast. I think it was a good pressure setter. It was too dark. <laughs> For me, you know, after I picked it, it's like, good. Like, during practice, it, it's like they had shut the other games off. So it's just like, oh, God, this is freaking dark. And it's so fast. It's like, I can't wait to have, you know, fumble drains off the center bank of targets coming right back at me. I mean, you, you're being humble, too, though, because you played killer throughout the day. I didn't see your first round, but 
round two on all the old games that Trent picked. You were super patient and made good decisions a bunch. And so then, I had a good time, Gregory. But then um, that, that last that last ball on, on RoboCop, it was still a tight game. And you got that skill shot, immediately crushed the spinner on the tip of the flipper on the fly, made a save, crushed the spinner again. It was It was a good ball. That was, yeah, ball three, it was, I was talking with Zach, and it was like, you know, you wait for the skill shot to come up, and it's like, please be on the right. Please be on the right. If it's on the right, I think I got this. And then, you know, it, it, it blinks around and then pops up in the center. It's just like, God damn it. Why? Why? Why would you do that to me right now? Like, like just give a brother some love, please. And I, I told Zach I was just going to go up and try to, like, thumb it as hard as I could just to see if I can get the ball. Cause like the natural path of the ball for that thing is right lane all day. If you just, you know, full plunge and go. So tried to put enough English on it to uh, get it to go anywhere, but the right figured, you know, if it goes to the left, at least I gave it a solid effort, but uh, had a fortuitous bounce in the center. And you were in such control that third ball, such control. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Showing my accuracy, accuracy skills, breaking shots everywhere. There was a oh, cool... look, there's a, there's a kid jaywalking across the street in a Supreme hoodie. How about that? It's amazing the things you realize now. Wow. <laughs> Supreme. <laughs> uh, 14,000, by the way, if anyone's really? wondering. Is, is that what it is? That's, I believe, that's, I read that somewhere. Wow. $14,000 for the Supreme pinball machine. I was actually closer than most people. People were saying fifty grand. I thought ten was fair. Or maybe it was 40000 Maybe I misread that. Damn it, where did I read that at? It probably was 40K. Someone's going to interrupt. Oh, man, someone's going to have to correct me now. Now, now I'm thinking about it, it might have been 40K. I think it was 40K. Sunshine legitimately asked me to try to get one, and then I told Peter, I was like, dude, they're making 12 of those. I have no shot. No, no. That's just 40K. Uh, no, that's terrible. Sorry. Although it's it's in, it's improved from the initial Spider-Man design, according to George Gomez, there are enhancements. <laughs> there are enhancements to the game. It will play better than than the pin version. It'll be the supreme. Hey, that pin version is really good. If you have, have you played it or not? Yeah, yeah. It, it's I played that like, at I, a distributor. I, I remember going in there and it was. I was so surprised at how much it did not suck. Yeah, like I was especially very being surprised. so different from the other. DM. Yep. Yep. Very good. So you have the belt. Well, you will have, have the, the belt, belt uh, hopefully. Yeah. Or somewhere in Chicago, there is a belt floating around. So that wasn't the only tournament. The next day, well, actually, before we even get into that, there was an announcement made before the finals. Jacob! 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 <laughs> is there a problem, Bruce? I haven't heard it. I haven't. How? Uh, how I know it, when I saw Q, which was when I was going over to get some water, he was telling some girl in her young 20s that he can't possibly do another shot. All these girls just wanted to do a shot with him. And I just kind of felt bad for the guy. It was like he was, he, he was uh, I don't know, 14 drinks over his limit probably in real life. But uh, I, need- I, I heard I heard great things about the, the reveal. But then I asked Zach, I'm like, have you listened to it yet? He's like, not yet. <laughs> but, but, but I'm sure uh, Pinside loved it. I bet. Yeah. Wait, I, don't we all need these kinds of problems? Like a bunch of twenty-year-old girls right. buying you a lot of shots. I could use. Hell oh, yeah! Because, oh of pin, because of Pinside, Zach got fired today. It's too bad. <laughs> God, I I would just kill somebody then. <laughs> yes, they announced. It, well, one one of the things that Pinside was pissed at is that there was no footage of the game. 
That's coming, though. That's coming. Yeah, but to to me, I believe Stern specifically said all they were going to do is announce the title. Of course. Keith has been doing that um, that Facebook countdown. Come on, Pinside. Get on your game. That's true. For those who are Facebook friends with Keith, he's been changing his profile picture daily. One day it was uh, the fifth element. I love these. The next day it was the Star Trek episode with uh, four lights. Next gen. I have Great. not picked up on that at all. So that's what that Great means. Great episode. <laughs> there are four lights. Yes. Josh, you are old. <laughs> now I get it. Great episode. Jaws 3 in 3D coming to a theater near you. And then uh, my favorite, Double Impact, Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, all I did was saw that was like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. I like that movie. And then I moved on. I, I did not think about that. Feel Very the clever. impact. And then the final picture, appropriately, was from the uh, the Sesame Street pinball number count that everyone has heard at least once. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And it's got the, yeah, it's got the number one. It wasn't yes. a picture of, of Neo? No. I, that, would be, that, that would have been, been good. That yeah. would have gone that Actually, yeah. for you guys. That would have been smarter. That, yeah. Whoa. whoa. Criticizing Keith? I, I blame Stern's marketing department for not giving Keith that idea. Zach's right. Thanks, Fail. Zach. Fail, Zach. Fail. So <laughs> the reveal, I assume, is tomorrow. No comment. No comment. Ooh. I, I, I have no comments of anything. Okay. Excellent. But, uh, yes, the, the announcement of the game was made by some drunk dude. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, when I was <laughs> watching, it was like uh, some local um, celebrity or, I guess, local person who was obviously – and he was literally doing the I love you, man thing with Jack Danger. That was oh. very, very awkward. I feel like I've known you for years, man. Like, wow. Right. Oh, man. No, me dealing with Q up when I was getting my belt, it's like, dude, I met you for like 10 seconds this morning. <laughs> it's like, we are not bros. <laughs> when did this happen? Yeah, bro. God, I hate that word, bro. Oh, man, I hate that. But, uh, yeah, that, that was... Uh, yeah. that Is was... that a Buffalo? Uh, uh, n- no, it's just a, a Jersey Shore thing. Everything is bro. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. So the announcement was made. It's going to be, uh, well, Iron... Maiden Legacy of the Beast. Yeah. I'm excited for some metal and pinball. Uh, I know someone is excited. And that would be Steve Killer of Rock Fantasy. Oh, man. I'm sure his LE has already been ordered. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming. I was like, not legally. I don't no, think uh, no. dealers are allowed to I, I, take no, any No, I'm sure pre-orders. he's been in touch with his uh, distributor, Daily. Sure. Is it Iron Maiden? Yes. Is it Iron Maiden? Uh, when Tim got hired, that's all he asked Tim before he moved to Chicago. Is it Iron Maiden? Is it Iron Maiden? Is it Iron Maiden? <laughs> it's like, I can't tell you. It's Iron Maiden, folks. It's it's going to be great. Can't wait it's for gonna it. Be, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Stoked. It's going to be great. And I'm, I'm guessing Stern Army locations will probably get it next month, right? Something like that. Something like that. That's a good... Good on you, Greg. I probably need to send an email to get that timing straightened out before mm-hmm. we fall on our face mm-hmm. with that again. I can't wait Always for the launch party. Josh. Messaging myself now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, El Presidente, before yes, we go into sir. this other tournament, how has been? How has the IFPA been doing? Yeah, I hear you've been ruining pinball. We're bankrupt, doing, dude. Th- things are awesome. The bank account today just hit twenty grand. I just don't know what to do with myself anymore. Oh my I, I, I can't even. I I've spent as much as I could 
and there's still just it overflows. It overflows. Nice. It's good. I I mean, it's interesting to see like uh, there seems to Ohio seems to be interested in making sure that they have the state with the most money, <laughs> which I I did not see that side effect happening God, in terms no way. of the uh, state building pools. But uh, it's cool, and I think people are starting to realize like the everybody getting paid effect if you make the final like it opens the door for so many people to have success and i think people are starting to put that together now that we're in like month whatever three four of the year rather than just everything was conceptual you know all the conceptual bitching from last year it's uh now that people are swallowing the food that i'm giving them it's uh it's working out it's it's working out better than i expected We've it certainly so seen good, a, a little bit of shrinkage, but it's okay. Huh? I was in the pool. Oh. I was in the okay. pool! Okay. <laughs> I was in the pool! Is there a monetary difference that bumps the state up to that higher level difference? Is like a, is there a specific number? Well, what do you mean? Like, in terms of how much money they're bringing in? Right. They're just well, running more tournaments with more people. No, I meant, like, is there a bonus for the states that are at the top? No. Just saying that you're at the top, I guess. I expected they, Seattle. They don't get anything from me. I'm not making a plaque. I'm not doing anything like that. Maybe I'll make a plaque. There you go. Hold on. Sending myself a note. <laughs> nice. I had a question for Josh before we move on to Heads Up, because uh, they asked it on the stream, and I think it's a good question. Bowen inferred that maybe the circuit win is possibly your greatest achievement, but he even said that would be up to Josh to say, and I don't know all those number twos in the world championships. It's tough to pick one, right? How do you feel? It's weird, right? I was actually talking with Zach about it yesterday during heads up. And it's probably my like biggest public win. I feel like privately it's weird because the circuit final is like one day. It's sort of quick. Like, so I don't know. Like, the volatility of how it goes down, it just kind of happens really fast versus when you have like a Papa weekend or an IFPA weekend or whatever, you, it's, it's like three days of madness. I mean, it's a grind. Whereas like I wasn't exhausted at the end of Saturday night. I played like whatever, yeah. 10 games of pinball. So like for me before, long before many people were in, into competitive pinball, like May Day 2005, which was a tournament that Fred Richardson ran in Minnesota, like all of the good players came out and I won that and Zach finished second. And that was like, holy crap. Like I cannot believe I won this tournament with, you know, Elwin Lyman, Paul Madison, all these people that were the best of the best that were there. But, um, no, it's probably, it's probably the best. It's probably the best win I've done it, but like not nearly as difficult as some of the second places I've gotten to, but the best win for sure. Right, so like Papa coming second in Papa or Ifba or Pinberg is much more challenging, but this just has that element of like a big victory. And that like goes over to my next question is, would you guys ever consider bumping the value to either 1.5 like the actual majors or maybe like even 1.25 just because even though the winner gets 60 points, the 40-person the event, the curve, ends up making it very hard to get value out of it? Nah, I mean... We'll we'll see. Like we we actually have some some things in the works for. I mean the the terms that we're throwing around with like the country directors and stuff. It, it's the it, it's quote minor majors. Ooh. So we're we're. I mean, there's talks about 
you know, where the country championship series stuff should fall and where the state stuff should fall. So, you know, we have the rest of the year to figure that out for next year. I don't know where the circuit's going to fall on that, but it's certainly, you know, we talk about this stuff a lot. I know many people feel like we just sort of fire off and make changes and roll. The the dialogue is kind of continuous. So it's, it's, it's definitely on the table. And I know that Shepard right now, like the way it functionally works is we either click that a tournament is a major or not. And then he either gives it the 1.5 value or not. And, and I know he plans on giving us the flexibility to, he's going to rewrite the module where you'll, we'll enter the percentage increase for the event and then everything will just default to one. So if we do want to deem any sort of other classes, Shepard will have the functionality for us to be able to do, you know, these at 10%, these at 20, these at 50, these at whatever, which that, you know, that'll be, that opens up the, the door for us to be able to do some things if we see value at. Yeah, that's awesome. That's these, these are juicy details. Minor major. I got to remember that. Minor term. major. Minor I, yeah, major. I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out another way to say it. So that's just how I presented it to the country directors. You know, like playing, playing in circuit tournaments, it's challenging to qualify in the first place, but you know, top players tend to make it into the top 24 and you get, you know, 15 to 20 points usually just for making it past the first round. Whereas the circuit final, it's probably the fifth or sixth hardest tournament of the year. And you're only getting value at a third place or better, really. I mean, um, but nonetheless, it's still one of the biggest accomplishments you're going to you're going to have if you make it that far. Yeah. And the argument that we get in our in our forum debate about percentage increases is that like that drop isn't going to change. Right. So when you have 40 players, the drop is still going to be significant. So it's like when you take someone getting 10 and it's like, let's boost it by 25 percent. Congratulations. You just got 12.5. Right. You know, you're 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 artificially increasing it two and a half points. So at the end of the day, it's like, did that really mean anything or no? Like the 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 drop between players is just so harsh that no percentage increase is really going to overcome that limited player type events. But I digress. Yeah, no one wants to talk about tournaments. I know. I don't know. Whenever Josh talks, I'm I'm transfixed. I don't even know what he's saying, and it just sounds interesting. Yeah, I know. Ron's so <laughs> interested in lowering his ranking so he can play in D division in Pinburg. I don't understand what he's saying. I just love it. Like ah, it sounds smart. That's what I'm going for. Not actually smart. Just sounded like we know what we're doing. So the where did you finish, Greg? I finished tenth place. I lost in the first game of the ladder, but it was a relatively close game that involved uh, Grabowski. Coming back on ball three and ripping like three spinners on Meteor, including a very controlled tap pass to lock it up. Tap pass in a ridiculous save right at the beginning of the ball. He got houseballed twice, and I got houseballed once, sort of. So it was pretty even even pairing there. And, and Zach Wallens had a really good ball, too. Um, it was a good game. I don't feel bad losing to strong play after performing above my, my expectation throughout the day. So congratulations to all, all competitors. Congratulations to uh, everyone in the top ten. You're all better than Jeff Teolis. <laughs> oh. oh my! I will say though, Jeff Jeff played well, and I was happy he made it in. Oh yeah, we're we're all happy for Jeff. Pinball profile on Stitcher and Google Play or whatever. I I gotta I gotta get that down. Josh, thank God you won, buddy, because we didn't need to give Jeff any more ammunition. It was getting played out.
Did you show the belt to him? Did you stick it in his face and then give him the uh, Robert Byer suck it sign? No, I think Zach, <laughs> Zach only let me hold the belt for so long. He's like, give me my belt back. But you, you did lick the belt on camera. I did. Wow. Then I, then I started thinking, I wonder where that, I don't know what Zach does with that thing. And so then I just started freaking myself out of like, I don't know what him and Crystal do at home with that. Oh, <laughs> that to them. oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Okay. Um, <clears throat> I got this belt weighing me down. Um, uh, on to Sunday. Sunday was the Heads Up Challenge. Championship, Ron. Edit, edit. Edit? Head, heads Up Championship, not the Heads Up Challenge. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Then Sunday, we <laughs> had... <laughs> oh, come on. Now I gotta leave it in because it's funny. The heads up championship. Go, keep going. The heads up championship was Sunday. With uh, why don't you describe how this works for our now, listeners who listen, may not Greg, know? You describe how it works. Yeah, Greg, you describe how like it works. That that it, that that people understand it well because I know how it works. Because right, I I I hope that I know how it works since you let me official like four. That's matches. right. That's right. Thank you. By All the right. way, I, thank you. I love the opportunity. So um, you get. A game selected at random, and the f- the first matchup was by seed, which was IFPA ranking. So there was like 53 of us going from Zach all the way down to the, the bottom seed. And there was a couple buys. It was head-to-head, double elimination bracket. So second loss and you're out. The loser's bracket is twice as long as the winner's bracket. So obviously the longer you stay undefeated, the better your chances are of making it deep into the tournament. Um, a game gets randomized. It was... Aerosmith, Guardians, and Batman 66. Um, each game had four p- possible objectives. One was two-minute drill for all of them, which is you play for two minutes. Whoever has the most points after they say hands off and the bonus counts down wins. Um, then the other games all had three unique um, objectives. For Guardians, it was group multiball, orb multiball, or a X which is a multiplier on a specific shot decided by the higher seed. Um, the Aerosmith was specific toy box multiball, and you get to pick the number. Um, a two-minute drill. Um, pick an X on a specific shot. And I can't... Oh, and elevator multiball, which was on a pro, which is a tight tight thing to get going. They were, they're both Lonnie games, so they have the same challenges because they're the yes. same game. Go on, but, but the the hard one on each game was the the multiplier because people were being evil and picking the hardest shot in the game a lot of the times. So like for Aerosmith, you saw Bowen and Eric Stone and people that felt good about their accuracy saying, you know what, we're going to go left orbit, which was a bitch because you have to light it by shooting the, the nine yellow stand-ups. And a lot of the times you hit the last one and guess what, which is what happened to me, it ricochets into the freaking toy box and you have to start over. Um, Batman 66 was probably the more fun uh, game to play. Uh, you do the two-minute drill or start villain multi-ball, which is just the standard right lock three times. Um, you could do capture a specific villain, which is defeating the mode by collecting a super. Or my favorite one, which was the bat turn challenge, which was uh, once you start a mode, that center thing rotates to expose the, the Toton-like disc. You have to spin it, I think it's 10 times, and it only gives you one per shot, no matter how much it rips. And then that will light the center for a bat turn mode, which is like a light blue thing. 
and you have to actually get it all the way in to start. So we saw um, we saw some real nail biters. We saw like a couple last second two minute drills that were the other person passed the other person. We saw a couple last second takeovers on the bat turn, and I'm pretty sure I didn't watch the finals, but I heard Bowen lost to Zach by like a fraction of a second on a Catwoman capture. Yeah, it was crazy. It was super exciting, and um, yeah, I, think I don't know I, if you mentioned it, but like the other part is that the games are being played simultaneously for those. Oh uh, yeah. So there's two examples of every game. So you're not playing serially like you do in every other pinball tournament in the world. You are playing in parallel against your opponent. And you can see your opponent right next to you. I was joking with Adam Lefkoff. Everyone under the age of 21 playing in this tournament spent more time looking at their opponent's play field than their own. Like watching Escher play, it's like, you know, head turn, head turn, head turn, head turn, head turn. And it's like he was tracking both games at the same time the entire way through. I didn't do that at all. I did not do that at all either. I just figure I've got my best chance to win. Just go as fast as you can. Whatever they're doing is what they're doing. They're either going to yep. get you or they're not. That's kind of how I rolled. But, man, these kids and their multitasking skills, got to give it up to them. And where were the games? I saw, like, the finals were sort of streamed, i.e. Steve Bowden's cell phone. Man, yeah. yeah. He's a hero. Guy. I, I don't know how he... I. I've I've tried to hold up my arm for like I don't know two minutes in in one sitting. Like at some point, I've seen Survivor challenges that like holding up your arm for hours is really freaking hard. Where were the games at? Like in the building? Because like when I was watching them, it seemed like there was no one else around where these these games were. No, so it was it was in the same area that the circuit final was, except we sort of moved the games up so the the Papa guys were breaking down behind where our action was happening. So at some point when they were done breaking down, there was literally just nothing behind those games, but there was space behind those games. So it just sort of looked weird. It was like empty space because there were no longer 10 games behind those games. And it looks like it was a sharp sweep for the weekend. Yeah. How about that? Hometown advantage. How about that? Keeping it in the family. So Zach, Zach was in the winner's bracket. No, yeah, he got knocked into the loser's bracket by Bowen. He did. And then he had the deal where he had to beat Bowen twice, which he did. And we got to see a a Papa rule enforced that I've never seen enforced before. How about that? Our second most entertaining final to a tournament that Zach and I have ever run. Uh, What would be the first, the, the Kaylee one? Yeah, old Chicago. Yeah. Uh, like, worst moment of my life. Tilt through suck, folks. Tilt through yeah. suck. Uh, yeah. And, you know, tilt throughs are fine if you're raging, but, like, Kaylee's tilt through specifically, which was, like, barely a nudge. It was barely yeah. a tilt that, like, yeah, that just, oh, it's still, I feel for him still. So, for those who are like, what the hell are they talking about? The games have the little rubber feet that the casters go in, and there is a rule that I believe from memory, I believe was put in right before a Pinberg. It might have been it was the first... The pin, pin, at the convention center, right? Because it was yeah, concrete. Yeah, the first Pinberg at Replay FX, they put a rule in that if you if you like slide the game enough where it falls out, like the caster, like the, the rubber foot falls off, then that's automatic DQ. And that is unfortunately how it ended. So I didn't see it. Did he like really move it? He gave it a good. He, he gave, gave it a, a good, good shot, but he he called it on himself because right? he looked down yeah, like, "Oh, the yeah. foot's off. I lose, right?" He's it's like this is over, and it's like, 
You tell me, Bowen. Let's well, <laughs> three months from now, if I call you over for a ruling in a pinball group, what are you going to tell me? Oh, speaking of rulings, we had a we had a fun ruling in one of our games. An interesting situation. Is this the Lefkoff turning the power off in the game? No, no. You and I oh, were okay. playing our first game of the second round on on Meteor. Trent had a quick ball. I walked up. I was making something out of it. Oh, yeah, it was on Galaxy. And we, we, oh, Galaxy, sorry, yeah. And we look over, and I was player two, and player three, which is Josh, I gave Josh 30,000 points somehow. So nobody saw what the hell happened, but I, I watched the replay, and as we suspected, the, the trough switch triggered while the ball was in play, and then player three was going. And then we kind of had to have, like, I, I wasn't really part of the meeting of the minds. I was just huddled in, but it was like a football huddle on the floor, Josh, Mark, it was Doug. awesome. We were it just like thinking one. for like eight minutes. What the hell are we supposed did to do? Did it clear? Here? Did it clear your bonus? It cleared my bonus and your bonus. So the no, the, but I mean, like it, like in order to advance to to my player spot, it did. It was an end of ball. You know. Yeah, trigger. it was. It was definitely yeah. a, a legit major malfunction. But yeah. Bowen was on the mic, and his first instinct was we both had major malfunctions. We both keep our points, and we both played three balls. But they ended up making a ruling that also made sense. Which they they Mark and Josh were saying they're going to have to add to the rules some specific yes. scenario. Yeah, like Bo- Bowen's Bowen's analysis was totally right, and I think that was the right ruling for every situation where it wasn't ball one, right? And that's sort of what we were talking about. Was we actually have a chance here to get it right because you did play your ball out. I did and, drain, and I did score yes. all of those points. So I I can respect Mark for allowing that to happen in that particular situation for for ball one but there's no way you could have done it in any other situation and right what bowen said would have had to have been the way that it was ruled right now the question is is are you going to change the rules for ball one scenarios or are you just going to keep it as is because that's yeah, I don't know. we'll have a post-mortem on that there's a couple of rules changes that popped up during the circuit final we always the the email thread between me zach you know doug and mark after every significant event it's always nice to be like Hey, this rule that we think this, the 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 rule book that covers everything doesn't cover everything. Imagine that we found something. Yeah, that's the fun we part. Found, found a couple things. Found a couple things. Hey, Bruce, are you there? I'm here, just listening along. No, you know yawns yet. I've been yawning a lot. It's early I know, too. I know I'm the kid. I know I'm the kid here, but I'm I'm exhausted right now. This whole weekend wore me out. I flew right to New York City to go to work at like five in the morning. Thank God I woke up for that. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you ain't nothing compared to what Bruce did. Nothing compared. Well, hey, I'll segue into this. I'll segue into this. You ready, Bruce? Yep. Uh, me and Bruce, we could have the ultimate heads-up slam-tilt challenge. Because we have so many duplicates. Oh, my goodness, guys. could be the greatest heads-up of all. And, and we have really interesting duplicates. Not just things like uh, what? What Bruce? We both have Dirty Harry. Yes. Getaway. Yes. ACDC. Yes. Metallica. Yes. 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 But we also have things like Nine Ball, Dragon Fist. Only three hundred of those stars. You guys, this has to happen. <laughs> uh, a big game. Stargazer. 
Now, I will say, do, do you guys like the luxury? I posted about it on Tilt Forms, but like a luxury for us was that all the games are new in box, so they really played similar. Yeah, like, that's good luck with yeah. finding two stars that play very similar. Ours actually do. I will say, mine and Ron's play. They're, you know, they're, they play similar. The Dragon Fist doesn't. No. I was gonna, I was gonna give you guys credit for how similar the games played on Sunday. I was really impressed with how it felt really balanced. But other than it being new in box, there is a part of the rules that we didn't talk about that kind of fixes is the fact that the higher seed doesn't need to pick the objective. They can pick which game they want to play, That's and true. then the, the loser can switch it up. So even if there was an imbalance, uh, there's a certain like equalizer factor. But you know what you hate when uh, it, it's like when you play like a linked fast break and it's like, oh my god, the player on the right one. Oh my god, the player on the right one. Oh my god, that, that at some point, yeah. if, if if the imbalance is that big, then it's like whoever's picking the correct machine wins. The tournament falls apart. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like at the Texas Pinball Festival. Where Ryan C said uh, he was playing. We were playing Joust. Like my side isn't isn't right. This isn't working. Okay, let's let's switch. And then he lost again. <laughs> so <laughs> so where was I? Oh, Spider Man. Yes. Spider Man Black. Jeez. Actually, yes. Spider Man Limited Edition. But now there's going to be another one that we could also have, which leads into your story. Yes. So go for it, Bruce. A week ago, we got a message from one of them. We don't even know who we got the message from. Yeah, I, I have no idea who this was. It was sent me a link to an auction in Arkansas for half a cheetah. The body with the play field. <laughs> and, the bid was, and the bid was $20. <laughs> and the auction ended last Thursday. I won the machine for $23.10. Oh, my God. Waiting gets better. The way it gets better. I had to pick it up by the end of today, which is Monday. Oh, no. So Friday night, Kathy comes to the bar. She looks at me. And she goes, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm getting ready for tomorrow. She goes, just leave now. Go. So I jumped in the car, left around 730 from Rochester, New York, drove to about Kentucky right outside of Jim Bean. I stayed. Oh, my uh, God. This is so not worth it. Wait, wait, it gets better. Stayed there, slept in the car for two hours, woke up around six. Got back, you know, got going again. Got to Arkansas, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Get there, and I'm going to post pictures. It's actually like one of these places that the American pickers tried to get stuff out of. And the guy finally passed away, and his son took it over and selling everything. I go in there, I'm like, uh, here, I'm here, pick up lot 285, which is the cheetah. She looks at me, and she goes, we, oh, you're from New York? Yeah, that's me. Okay, well, here's your machine. It's in the corner. It, it was exactly where it was in the picture. I try to grab the machine. It's nailed to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hold on, let me go get a crowbar. Oh, my God. How long had it been nailed to the wall, Bruce? 25 years. Holy crap. What the hell is the logic on nailing a cabinet to the wall? He nailed everything to the wall. So when you see the pictures from this place. It's like an anti-theft mechanism? I guess so. But when, I'm going to actually post a picture and a link of Google Maps where you can actually see the street view. There's actually a Jeep on the roof with a cock on it. And that's a... <laughs> <laughs> you said cock. Hi-yo! So I get, <laughs> I get done about 2.45, got the game in the car. We shook hands or anything like that. And I drove till 2 in the morning to Cincinnati. 
stopped in the car for two hours, and then drove all the way home. Oh, my God. You're and, a mad man. And then, wait, then I went to work at the bar all night. <laughs> He's hardcore. He's hardcore. Like, okay, now, now you guys if someone offered here. me that same deal and you get paid $1,000, I'd be a hard pass. Okay, now hold on now, Zach. I know, Josh. Here's the oh, funny part. Oh, oh, dollar to the stern Oh, jar. man. Oh. Dollar to the stern <laughs> jar. <laughs> My wife's going, you called him Zach, you dumbass. Another dollar. <laughs> Uh, Zach, we have Zach's, up to, Zach's up to twelve hundred bucks in Josh dollars. It's turned. excellent. I have a head and a back glass for a cheater already. So now I'll be able to put it all together, like the Frankenstein cheetah. Yep, the Frankenstein cheetah. Four hundred serial numbers off between the head and oh the body. So, folks, the only thing he needs is an insert panel. So, if anyone out there happens to have an insert panel for a <laughs> cheetah, please let us know. Otherwise, he will have to use mine as a stencil. Bruce, there's one on Craigslist in Alaska for $11, but you have to go. I'm going to Alaska. Go. There's one in Alaska go. for $11. Jesus. <laughs> My wife just said, fuck you. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't fly there. I can fly there. I just had to drive back with it. But I can rent a really fast sports car. Like it, was, it wasn't worth like just getting somebody to ship it for you? I tried. I asked people okay. on the inside. I tried everything. Well, the problem was... To get it shipped, it had to be out of that building by Monday. Ah. So I didn't know if I'd be able to get somebody to, before Monday. And then all everyone I asked on Pinside, like, I can do it next week. I can do it the week after. I needed it out of there. So I just took one on the chin. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> and, and drove 20, 18, or 16 hours one way, 17 hours the other way. Well, I'm sure you caught up on all your favorite, uh, your favorite I friends. I did. All my podcasts podcast. all caught up. Yep, I caught up on all my podcasts. <laughs> Luckily, I have XM. That's another great thing. So if you were nicer to people on Pinside, they might have helped us more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, a lot of people said I would love to do this, but they they and they all said I love the show too. So there are we have a lot of listeners out there. But whoever yeah, you know, sent, whoever sent us the link, please tell me because I'll be able, we might be able to tell from that. I want to thank you personally. Yes, and there is there is a reply to on the email. I, I know this is a Gmail account, so that might be the person's name. I mean, I'm not going to say what it is, but. Uh, I, I just I stuck the email in the archived email folder, Bruce. So if you take a okay. gander at that, there actually is a reply to with a Gmail account. So maybe that's his name, but it doesn't even have. Well, actually, no, it does. It does have his name. Okay, John. John, Hi, John. in Alabama. Hi, John. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Now, uh, what are you looking for now, Ron? Because it seems like we can get anything we want now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, we, I want a kingpin. Oh, and stop! Not, <laughs> you could buy that. I didn't get to play it at. Um, I didn't get to play it in Texas, but people were saying it was cool. It's really the cool. repro. Here you go. Here you go. I want a Cyclops, and I want a Gamatron. Josh has been on record saying that's his favorite game before. Exactly. That's why I said on, we on three out of four hundred. Nice. So I want a Gamatron. And uh, Ron wants a Cyclops, so we're good. <laughs> I just said Cyclops. Actually, I like the game. You, you would take an Alien Star, too. Oh, i take an Alien Star. I'm looking for a Grand Prix, if anybody out there listening wants to sell me a Grand Prix. Everyone really? loves I Grand bought a, Prix. I bought, a, I bought a Faces over the weekend. A Faces? Cool. cool. <laughs> I, love I, think I, spent, I think I spent less money than I spent playing an Expo qualifying on it in like 2014 <laughs> when it was just... The devil. The devil. Well, to sp- me. Speaking of Expo, do you know where the tournament's going to be? Is it going to be at the Is it going to be at the the show formerly known as Expo or as the 
the new Pinball Expo, which we didn't mention, I don't think, last week. Rob Burke actually did change the name. It is not going to be Pinball Palooza, thank God. Thank it God. is going to be the Pinball Expo, but it's going to be in September. It's so my understanding that there's going to be tournaments at both from Trent. He's going to support both. Okay. But that the circuit, Stern Circuit Tournament, is going to be at the Westin in October. Okay. At the published dates for when Expo was happening. A.K.A. Okay. the Pace, the Paysack Show. Okay. Which also coincides with the Power 100. Yeah, I have to basement. change my website. All my documentation is still accurate. So I think Steve Mount is going to have to change the term Expo Glare. Right, it's going to be Paysack Glare? Paysack Glare, I, I don't know. Something Glare. Can go we just, hump, like, go hump can we just do glare? a GoFundMe and freaking cover those windows up with something? Can't be that hard. Uh, the, no, that's a hotel it's call. Charm. It's part of the, part charm. Of the charm. That's a hotel call also. Because there are shades on them. If you look, there are shades on them. They're never down. They're on there. Next time you're there, look, look, look up. They're, they're on the top. They just, they just don't put them down. That's got to be a hotel thing. By the way, the Supreme game is uh, 40K. Okay. 40K. Right, that's, that's crazy. But it's good for pinball because the, the attention that was brought to Supreme having a pinball machine was probably equal to that of Pinberg. So that was this weekend. Anything else we want to talk about this weekend? Uh, there was a Ohio show that Andy Rosa Jr. won both the main and the classics with nobody else yes, there. Yes, he did. He crushed. Good for him. Congratulations. You know, these, these young kids crushing pinball making me feel mid-aged in the hobby. It's kind of weird. Uh, I can't have any sympathy there. <laughs> Me either. At all. Come on. Me either, Greg. Come on, Greg. Let, let's go to the 24-hour, man. Oh, man, I love that tournament. I, I, I was so used to breaking night for college that that, that tournament phases me. Oh, that little sounds bit. like, sounds terrible. Oh, it's great. Never. <laughs> yeah, you oh, told me, yeah Josh, Josh told me he'd never do it. Never. Seventh, baby. Seventh. Yes. Oh, Ron Howitt did great. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, and Tom it's my Sox place. Too. It's, the sanct- it's the Sanctum. I love the Sanctum. I, I play good at the Sanctum because all their games are old. <laughs> it just fits me. So, oh, good Lord. I'm looking at This Week in Pinball. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. And they have all kinds of stuff they, they're saying about Iron Maiden. Who knows if it's true? Well, we know that Iron Maiden will be the next title. That we do we know. We do. We know that Keith Owen is the designer. It says Zombietti is the artist, so I'm assuming that's right. And now here's the part I don't understand because this goes against what I saw at TPF. That Lyman Sheets is on code. Now, number one, Keith Owens said he was doing the rule set. Number two, at TPF, they showed a picture of the team for Titanium Man, which is what they were calling it at the time. And they showed the guy, I can't remember his name. I apologize to him and his family. Uh, but they said he was the head of software for the game. And it was not Lyman. It was someone I actually hadn't heard of before. Just, just throwing that out there. No one's mentioned that. But it was during I don't think the, it's Lyman. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He's he's too busy doing Batman and other games. I'm just gonna sit here quietly. Yeah, yeah, Josh. Because yeah, Josh, Josh knows everything. Well, you can uh, come in. You can call us back tomorrow, Josh. Yeah, at sure. T- at I'll, TPF. Text, I'll text all three of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it may be based on the layout from Archer. Did you know that? That's another one that I don't think is the case, but I don't know. But I, I don't. I doubt it. Uh, and they're saying th- this. This is this week in pinball now. They're saying, and, and of course, when this airs, we'll know if this was true or not. The reveal will happen tomorrow, Tuesday, 
at around 10 a.m. Not sure which time zone. Okay, so they must have heard it. Guessing Central. The reveal will be from Rolling Stone. Ooh. The goal is for Deadflip to stream the machine tomorrow afternoon, subject to last-second licensor approval. That sounds legit. Licensor approvals. Yeah. The, hard, the hardest thing in show business. You ain't kidding. If you're wondering why you haven't got your Star Wars topper yet, blame Lucasfilm slash Disney. It's nuts, man. Yep. It's nuts. Josh, yeah. what are you doing tomorrow night? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Tom Soxton out to his welcome dinner. Oh, actually, I love Tommy Soxton. Actually, I, think like a I, might, I might have to pick him up at Stern along the way. I'm just saying maybe, maybe it depends Ooh. on licensor approvals, whether I need to pick him up at Stern or meet him at the restaurant. Oh, what, where, what restaurant is it? White Castle or is it? No. <laughs> so it, throughout his process of uh, courtship, I guess, I don't know when that was all going on. Zach and I were both fighting very strongly for them to to bring tim on and and i just knowing knowing how stern moves and everything i i didn't expect it to actually work out for tim just the same way that i mean they were trying to bring zach on for year four years five years and like for it to i told tim i'm like dude if this ever works out and you move your ass to chicago which i didn't think he would do either because i mean that's a big life change i'm like you know Dinner is on me. Nice steak, like my favorite steakhouse in the city. That uh, it's an, it's the suburb version of it, but the uh, it's the nicest steakhouse that I love going to. Where Zach and I are going to take him out tomorrow night. Excellent, oh, that's awesome. Come on, come on, Tommy, Tommy Soxton, Tommy Soxton. <laughs> that's Elvin called him that too. Is that is that your name for him? Is he Tommy Soxton? That's yeah. That's it. Who? Where did that come from? I thought did that come from you guys? Or yeah, maybe yeah. He said oh, it on okay. the podcast. All right. Cool. He's repeating. Yeah, our when you stuff. could when you couldn't talk when you couldn't talk about Tim. You, I think you called him to- Tommy Tom, Soxton. Tom Soxton. Uh, actually, Ellen called him Tommy Soxton. <laughs> yeah. So so that's that stuck so well that we just roll with that now. Oh, good lord. Nice. I still want to see like on a game software by Tim Balls. I just don't feel like TSX in the high score table. Plus, I don't think does Stern, Stern doesn't do credits, right, on the playfield like Williams used to. I don't think so. I don't so. think so, because that would have been cool. Because like, you used to see, like, you know, software by Futz, you know, it'd be software by Timballs. We before me over at yes. Stern right now. We before me. Mm-hmm. Except for the designer who has to sign it. Well, uh, that's just the LE. Come on. Yep, that's what I'm saying. But he has to sign the LEs. Did you know that Alice Cooper, ordering for Alice Cooper, starts today, Monday? Yeah, 500, 500 uh, released. You have to I heard they're gone. They're all gone. Yeah, they're all gone. They're all gone. I did not hear that. Okay. I haven't heard anything. You know, I will say Depending, that... Pending licensor approval, they're all gone. Did you know, according to Pinside, Stern did that announcement this weekend to cut into the yes. Alice Cooper sales. Did you know uh-huh. that? Because Clearly Stern did. is concerned about this game. Yes. Yes. The stuff that people believe. Stern's concerned really... about it, but no other pinball manufacturer is concerned about it. It's fine for everyone else, but Stern. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just funny. I love it. I, I just love, love it. it. While it's like, you know, while it's obvious that the other companies aren't really putting any real pressure on Stern, I will say that I didn't have any expectations for Alice Cooper, but it flipped pretty fun at, at Texas. I enjoyed playing it for what it was. Yep. Yep. I want to I'd love to see how the the final software package how it comes out. It's got, uh, if you go to thisweekinpinball.com, it has all the features listed. 
all the wonderful things it has, all the songs that are in it, then they can be ordered today, March 26th. And I'm also looking, uh, Monster Bash is the next title, which everyone knew anyway, from Chicago Gaming. Shocking. Yeah, because I guess Replay Magazine uh, had a article about Churchill Cabinets, and they showed them making stuff, and guess what playfields they're making? Monster Bash, you can see them clearly in the background. Are they, Hard sales, you never are know. They confirming, are they confirming the flipper de- delay in advance? The fl- oh, is, it, is that a carryover? The flipper delay, uh, they feel different, man. Well, actually, Josh, you have an Attack from Mars, right? It remake? feels different, but it, I do have a remake. I do. Does it feel it's different? Like it's like it, I can't believe it's not butter. It feels, it feels different, but only because like most of the attacks I play, and I had an original attack before it. It's just, it, it, to me, it, it feels fine. It's slightly different. I don't have any accuracy issues. Once, I mean, what's nice is you can dial the flippers in to, to get the feel as close and as nice as you want. So... On location, you may run into stuff, you know, weirdness. But I mean, my game is is dialed now and feels fantastic. I do like the one that I played. I think it's. I'm just glad to have more Attack from Mars around. It's like my favorite game. And every game they ship has flopped flippers slightly. So if you don't take the time to adjust them, which you're most likely not doing, if you're a collector that doesn't care about how a game plays and it's, you know, just your museum why? piece or if you're why? finding one on location. Why, why don't like, they it, have it? does a, feel... Uh, why do they do that? Why is I it not know. like they're not following the alignment pins or I, the alignment yeah. hole's not even in the game? You got me, man. You got me. Whatever line worker that day or the, or whoever, as soon as they teach a guy, they have to, you know, they have to fire a guy or he leaves, he quits. New flipper alignment guy comes in. Well, I mean, at least, well, Williams made it weird. They put it like under the flipper. So then you question like, okay, am I supposed to align this with the rubber on or with the rubber off? What am I supposed to do? As opposed to the ones that would put it at the end of the flipper. So you just put it right in the center. Like, okay, I get that. You know, the Beatles is coming out. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Did you know that? Is that that official? uh, Stern has a license. I mean, it has to be the next Kapow game. That's my, my theory. But Josh will stay silent. I will stay silent. Mm Mm-hmm. I, love the I always think mill. it's funny. The rumor mill I don't. Is awesome. I don't. I don't get involved in the rumor mill. I just like to show up and play and run stuff. But I always think it's funny how people are so confident that they know everything in advance. I'm sorry, Ron. I I don't have any confidence in your rumor mill. They got the license, uh, unless unless of course, I, Barry Osler could have been lying during a seminar at TPF. That's very possible. Oh, it was announced at the seminar. That'd be that'd be a pretty awesome man if you were looking to set something up. Is you, it, 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 and to get the heat off of you is you make it sound like you went after it, and you can just. And Stern's the easiest company to claim that. Mm. Oh man! So right what, what are you secured. saying, Josh? And then, what's Stern gonna say? Like, there's nothing they can say. And uh, and then boom, Barry comes out with a Beatles game. How about that? That would be crazy, right? Deep rooting the Beatles. I'm looking at my Beatles poster up on the wall right now. Everybody loves That'd the be Beatles. Seventh level marketing. Oh yeah. Jeff Teolis was wearing the Hello, My Name is Ringo sticker on his shirt because he felt like he was the, the fourth man in the group that had no no value. <laughs> Do you know who the richest drummer in the world is? Ringo Starr. Exactly. I will be Ringo any day of the week. Yeah. Yep. Eight days a week. Eight days a week. Yeah. He came up with that title, by the way. Just, just, just a little some trivia there for you. Hey, I have a favor. I have a favor. Okay. I'm calling in a favor. I have 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Do you, are you guys going to do your compare contrast? Whatever, what the hell is it called? Compare compare Jesus and Spider Man or the, something? The, or? Where, where you guys uh, you debate you you sell me on your games that are coming out from whatever year? Are you doing that tonight? Are we doing that, Bruce? We have to come sounds up like with Josh wants to do it. If Josh right, wants to like do it, I want to hear. Pi- I, I kind of want to hear pitches before I go. Okay, okay, we got to well, figure out a year. Well, go how about you? you? Give us a year. Give us a year, Josh. What do you want to hear us? What do you Let's want see, to hear us go born, on? I was born. Have you done seventy nine? I was born in seventy nine. We can do. We have done seventy nine. We done seventy nine. That was Elwin's episode. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good year. Do do some year in the, some year in the seventies that you haven't done. Some year in the seventies that we haven't done. Seventy seven. Okay. All right. I, and I have a wrinkle from what I guys what I emailed you about. We are in nineteen seventy seven. So. You are selling me this game based on you are the sales rep for the company that you're repping. Okay. You have the history of the games before that, okay. but I have no idea if what you're selling me is actually a good game or not. Okay. You know, I, like I will as a player, but I want to be sold. Okay. All right. On the so, better game. So I won last time, company. Ron. So you'll get the first pick of the of the. Uh, you'll either take or pass. You ready? I'm ready. I'm, ran- I'm randomizing. Bally, 1977. Pass. Passing. So you now take Gottlieb. Oh, Gottlieb. I thought we were doing Williams and uh, Bally. <laughs> I thought yeah, we said 77. He said, no, Josh said, Josh said Williams, Bally. Yeah. Yeah, but I – okay. So you'll take Williams I'll and take 77. Williams. I'll take, I'll take I'll Williams. I'll take Bally. All right. You go first. Let's do this. I'm very excited about this, guys, by the way. Yeah, I know. You, you seem to do a lot of thought. You put a lot of thought on it. You I have like a this. ton of selection here. Well, I just hate, like, I feel bad for Ron and Bruce when you're arguing a point on a game that it's like, if the play, if the person who's deciding is just picking okay. the better game, it's sort okay. of like, it sucks. I'm ready. 1977 we are, right? Yeah. Okay, Josh, I have the ultimate game for you. Very excited about this. Sol- I hear Solid State might be in. A Solid State is in, and now we have oh. the best TV show ever on TV, Happy Days. And what we're going to have on our pinball machine? We're going to have the Fonz. Who would not buy this what, game? Pe- pe- pending license or approval? No, we don't care about licensing. Oh. We're Bally. <laughs> <laughs> we just buy and go. But this is the ultimate game, and it's going to be based off pool. So we're going to keep our old, real-time players who love pool-themed games, but with Fonzie and Pinky Tuscadero on the back with solid-state reliability, with scoring that's saved, and high scores that are saved. No more writing on the side of the back box anymore, on the glass. You're going to actually be able to see your score on a six-digit digital display. And reliability, it's going, to go, it's going to blow your mind away with reliability with this machine. I'm going to give you eight ball. I yield the You yield the floor? Okay. Just I'm going to get my you... checkbook out. Oh, uh, hold on! Go. Before you get that checkbook right. out, you need you need to look at this game. This is already a proven winner as an EM, and we're upgrading it to full electronic solid state greatness. It's going to have all the features you love. We've even we've we've kept the spinner sound. Like you'll still you still hear an electromechanical sound when you hit the spinner. <laughs> 
so. So some of the, the older players, you know, they'll, they'll still have things they're used to, but you're going to have the reliability of solid state. I give you hot tip. A proven winner, an awesome game. You have a captive ball. You have drop targets. You have a saucer, and you have a juicy spinner. It, studies say that pl- players like spinners the best. It is the number one play field item. Again, it'll have the same stuff that your your eight ball has. It'll, you'll keep your high score. You'll be able to see your high score on the on the back box. It's a proven winner as an EM. We've just upgraded it and made it more reliable, solid state. I give you hot tip. I yield the floor. Rebuttals? No rebuttals? No rebuttals, Bruce? You get Lenham set? Bobbly bow? Bobbly bobbly bow? No, re- no rebuttals. Go. Okay. Okay, I, I have a rebuttal. Yeah, go for it. I've contacted ABC, <laughs> and you have not secured the license for Happy Days. So we'll take, we'll take the lawyer hit. We're good. Okay. So I'm operating games, and hot tip to me feels like a lot of the games that I already have on route, and. Eight ball, the the happy days is is a good selling feature if I'm looking to put a game on route. Pool ball theme has been good to me for the last 10, 15 years on route. I think I gotta give this one to eight ball. I gotta Woo! give it to eight ball. Boo. Okay. My, one uh, oh, Bruce. You know what? You know what, Bruce? I think you're gonna have good luck selling selling a few of those for this. Oh yeah, I think around. so. I'm very too. excited about it. I think you're gonna be okay. I think so. Oh why? What you got another movie one in here? Oh no 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 no! Even better. Uh, oh god, yeah. I probably should have taken Bally. Looks yeah, you like I'm going to but... fail. So, <laughs> so but Josh is going to prove that licenses sell. Obviously. Yes. Uh, okay. Go ahead, your turn, sir. I give you Argosy. Arg. Arg. Argosy. Now this is uh, what? What is this? This is an EM or solid yeah, state? Yeah, EM. Electromechanic. Okay. So that new solid state stuff, you don't want that. You don't want that at all. It's it's no one knows how to work on that stuff. I mean, you got these weird circuit boards in the head. Nobody knows how to work on those yet. You want reliability of electromechanical. It will just run forever. And this green this game is a great game. It's Argosy. It's based on on the sea. It's a it's a sea thing. Who doesn't like that? You got a big boat, you got water, you got a killer spinner. You, you like lanes? We have one lane right at the top. That's hard as hell to hit. Players are going to love trying to hit that lane. It's going to just make you so much money. They're going to just put money into this just to try to hit that lane. Trust me. We, we've had it on test. Everyone loves this game. We have drop targets, two pop bumpers. This is an incredible game. You're going to love it. Proven electromechanical technology, not that new solid state crap. I give you Argosy. Good thing I didn't buy the hot tip. God damn. <laughs> Okay, I have now another winner for you, sir. We now have one of the most famous people in the world on our pinball going machine. Evil Knievel. We're I going Evil it. Knievel, baby. I feel it. Evil Knievel is the hottest the, thing right This now. week in pinball1977.com leaked that an Evil Knievel game might be coming. And it, as a distributor and an operator, I've been very excited about this. Tell me it more, is Bruce. Coming. It is coming. You're going to have... The reliability of this solid state, no EM crap anymore, no no coils and burning up stuff. We're gonna it's all newfangled, great stuff. You always want to go newer is better. And with a hot ticket and a hot theme of Evil Knievel, 
You're going to run away. The only thing you're, you're going to need a motorcycle sidecar for all the money you're going to grab doing collections. <laughs> <laughs> I give you Evil Knievel. My rebuttal, Evil Knievel, um, he was arrested recently for beating up a guy. <laughs> he had another. He held a guy down while another dude hit him with a baseball. No, actually, I believe, I'm trying to remember. Evil Knievel had his hand in a cast, that's right. So he had another guy hold him down where he hit him with a baseball bat. Is this the kind of person you want on your game? Is this the kind of role model you want to the kids that are going to be at your arcade? I say no. Do not buy Evil Knievel. That was in 1978, and since it's 1977, we don't give a shit about that. Uh, it actually hasn't even happened yet. I'm, exactly. So, I'm, I'm nullifying that from the from the book. Josh, exactly. Never heard so, that. Touche. Did you look that up, Bruce, or did you just pull that out of your ass to say it was no, the seventy? No, right now. I, I have Evil Knievel actually on my uh, Wikipedia. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Evil Knievel gets six months for assault, 1977, November 15th. When did the game come out? 77 earlier. It, was, it uh, came out the start. This is it. This is, like, this is, this is the banana this flipper is... ep- ep- episode. Oh, this is your chance to avoid Dude. avoid the controversy. I mean, Evil's going to win either way, but if June. you can prove to me that he got arrested before the game started nope. shipping. June 6th. Project date was July 6th, 1976. Date of manufacture, June 1977. Oh, never happened. I think Evil's a, he's a great guy. Great uh, guy. Uh, watch my kids. He's great. <laughs> Win. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so it's just about it's just about the freaking license. It's not even about the there's game. Some, there's something to that. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm so. just saying. I'm just saying. What's going to make think... me more money in 1977? <sighs> Josh just added a whole another level to this game. Okay, Bruce, what do you got? Now we're going to have another hot topic that is on. Everyone's using them. It's the newest fangled thing. It's called a CB radio. CB radios rock. You can get traffic reports. You can find out where the Smokies are. And we're going to base the <laughs> pinball machine off that with Night Rider, where you're a truck driver on the CB radio and just getting all the things fun about truck driving because truck driving keeps America moving. And CB radios are way to go. And you're going you're gonna to have so many people go, wow, what a funny, great theme. And look, there's even a hot chick on it. I think this is Bruce's version of, hey, man, I just sold you a dozen of each of these awesome games. I need you to take I need you to take eight Night Riders, please. I got to I got to make my numbers for September. You got it. Yep. <laughs> but it's no EM. It's solid state. So good reliability. And guess what? If the game ain't that great, you can still take the boards out of it and you can still make money off it. The boards that no one knows how to service yet, Bruce. Exactly. So you no, have no, no, no. You want set. electromechanical technology. Reliable electromechanical technology. You want Williams' big deal because everyone loves car themes. Car <laughs> themes are proven winners over time. That you cannot deny. We've already received over 3,000 pre orders for this game. Big deal. <laughs> It's an incredible game. It's got the drop targets. It's got it's got a cool little U-turn on the right side. It's got lanes with cards on them. It's got passable art. It's great. It's great with proven electromechanical technology from a great manufacturer, Williams. Did you know that Roger Sharp worked for Williams? You know it's a great company because Roger Sharp worked there. I give you right. big In 11 deal. years, he'll start working there full time. We've interviewed him. I... We think he's good. We're going to hire him. <laughs> In 11 years. I think uh, I would give this one 
Tehran if I if I was buying between those two. I think Knight Rider is just kind of it's it's like it's like Evil Knievel, but just worse in every way. Just whether it's art, it's just drab. Like I don't, it, it wouldn't excite me nearly as much as like a, a proven card theme game, which uh, card theme games work, pool theme games work, especially in that era for sure. They do, they totally do. But guess what? Yes. I win. Ah, uh, whatever. Two one. Whatever. Spike Two the ball. To one. Spike the ball. Do the dance. You won due to licensing. Yeah, you won. You won on the back of Fonz and Evil Knievel, the guy that beat up. Yeah, the son of uh, the guy that was in charge of licensing at Williams. Exactly. So, and this is the best thing since sliced bread. Hey, you got to know who you're selling to. Yeah, (laughs) I I should have picked Bally. Yeah, you you went against the the cardinal rule. I failed again. Never go against Bally. I appreciate you guys humoring me with that. That was good, actually. Actually, that was was, was very good. All right, I'm che- I'm checking out. Yeah, okay. Greg, Thank Greg, you, take it home for me. Thank you, Greg. I'll Thank take you. care of it, buddy. Congrats Thank again, Josh. Hope you get your belt. Thank you. I'll uh, I'll take a picture of the belt and like Mr. Potato Head all over Chicago with different people finding it. That'd be sweet. That'd be freaking. <laughs> all right, later, boys. See you later. Thank later. You. That was Josh Sharp. Thank you, Josh. Fun. That was a good. That was a good twist on that game. <laughs> this is like I can't disconnect from Skype. Oh, so at some man. point, I will. It's a good just thing we didn't start talking I shit. Figure out how to disconnect from Skype. You can just hang up. I <laughs> turn your phone I, off. I can't. Yeah, that, that's what I'm gonna do. Swipe it. All right, later. Good later, night, bye. Sir. Okay. Hold on, I gotta make sure he drops before we start talking shit about him. Yeah, God. Uh, let's see. What? I was personally wondering if this episode was um, Godzilla versus the sea monster. Am, am I Godzilla or is Josh the sea monster? How does that work? Well, the sea monster is a, a crab. So, so you're, you want to be Godzilla. Yeah. You don't want to be crabs. Crabs is bad. Oh, it still says he's out. Uh, Come on. I'm going to drop his ass. Goodbye. You were the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Back to this week in pinball. Did you know that Thunderbirds had a production update? No. No. Don't even know what that is. Exactly. All right. Uh, I think that's about oh, oh, it. Oh, oh, Thunder, is Thunderbird the one that was, like, not going to get released to the United States? Yes. It was like some special project? Yes. Okay, yes. see, I, I, did, I did have some nerd memory in the back of my mind. Ah. Mm. I want to talk about how Ryan C. of the Head to Head Pinball Podcast joined us at Sunshine this, oh, this week. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, well, before we go there, one more little bit. Total Nuclear Annihilation... Scott Denisi did put the partner like co-op mode in there that people yeah, kept asking cool. for. So instead of you know all four players trying to get nine reactors, you could do players one and three against players two and four. And all things considered, that's awesome because it's so hard to get to reactor nine by yourself, but reasonable to do so with a partner. Yep. So that that is that news. Now you were saying Ryan C. He was in he was in New York City, wasn't he? Yeah, and before we go there, I just wanted to say I enjoyed T- uh, TNA so much playing it in Texas, and I was lucky enough to come away with a signed translate, so I'm stoked about that. And uh, Scott Denisi and that whole crew is really, really awesome people. So you guys will probably be getting one somewhere in New York Yeah, we City, got one. Yeah, it's on the way. Of course you do. So, yeah, Ryan C. is um, a great guy. He came through um, to one of my to one of the matches at the – uh, in the bar league prior to that he came through to pioneers bar we got some dinner we got some ramen and then hung out um a little bit in manhattan and then even though there was a snowstorm that day he uh probably his first snowstorm ever possibly it was uh, he, 
He made it out to Sunshine for League, and it was a good time. He was um, he played with me in the second group in the second to last round. I took first, he took second, and then he was still in group two in the final round, which gave him a shot to um, be in the money. But he fell just short against a really good player in Adam on a World Cup soccer, one of our regulars. That's a, a total crusher, and uh, it was it was fun hanging out with him. He even showed me something I didn't know on um. And Guardians, which is the new code, is just super broken orb, super jackpots. So forget about Groot. Groot all day, that's that's over. Orb super jackpot can be north of 500 million with the multiplier. Yes, Ryan C is, is very OCD and he's good at finding bugs. That's why he was helping out with, he helped out with Dialed In and TNA with their code. Trying to find yeah, that's cool. different bugs. So, Ryan C. Oh, we had a cool moment, too. Um, we went to a, a bar down the block from Sunshine after League ended. Since they don't sell alcohol at Sunshine, they only sell beer and wine. And Ryan had made it clear that he's not really into beer. So we, a couple of us went down the block, and we took some, took some shots. And um, he paid with the credit card. And he turned to me, and he's like, are you supposed to tip? And I was like, yeah, we, we tip in America. It's like the only way that these, the bartenders make money. So, you know, he tipped her, and then... You know, we're about to leave, go back to Sunshine, and he's like, where's my where's my credit card? And she was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I gave you my credit card. You never gave it back. So there was like a three-minute like panic where we're all like concerned because he's flying to Toronto to meet Jeff the next day, and he needs his credit card. She ended up dropping it on the floor. But there, there was like this brief moment where I was like, this is what you get. You get your first tip, and uh, she steals your credit card. Welcome to America. Nice. Then he went to Niagara Falls with Jeff Teolis. It was romantic, and then he played in a tournament this weekend and got second, and lost only to Jack Tadman. I know that feeling. Really? Oh, where where was that? That was um that was in Buffalo. That was in Toronto. Okay, Tadman's great. That's a good showing for. Yes, yeah. He's, you've said he played really. He, he kept on emailing me all during uh, Saturday night when I was driving back. What are we doing in this game? What are we doing in this game? What are we doing in this game? And I kept on just feeding him the rules, and I guess feeding him is pretty good because uh, he did well. So, of course, you, you, you weren't texting while driving, of course, Bruce, right? Speaking. I, I use phone. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He, he does, and he, you get some weird texts from Bruce. Yes. Because he uses the, yeah, the speech-to-text thing. doesn't always work. It's very... No. no. So, let's see. We did the news. We actually did an impromptu uh, face-off. Yes, we did. That was dope. So, was cool. let's just do letters, and then we can finish this one up. Uh-uh, I got more. Oh, no. I mean, yes, sure. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more. We'll All do right. the letters, and then I'll, I'm, right. I'm going to go over new, so, new stuff that's coming out. First letter we have from Robert Byers. With a subject line of, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Hey, boys, just finished episode 83 with Colin and TPF. Excellent show, as always. It has been rough the past two weeks, only getting one at a time. Oh, Luckily, I'm still plowing through Jeff's pinball profiles, and then I have to head-to-head over that. Wow. 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 I would love to come on the show, but only if I get to talk like Beavis the entire time, and you have to play the Triple H intro theme as you introduce me. It's time to play the game. Motorhead. I might get sued. Let's see. (laughs) Just give me a heads up on days and timing. Yeah, the rest he has his phone number, so we won't. We won't. I'm not allowed to say that because I can't BCC anybody at it. No. Let me let me tell you guys that I had never met Robert before TPF, but that guy is good at pinball. Oh yeah. Yes, of course he Total listens crusher. to us. He listens to us, and he and he wants to listen to about competitive pinball. You know, I, I got to give you guys credit. 
ever since I've been on, everybody's calling me Darth Balls 2.0. It's like, <laughs> I didn't know you guys were so popular. You didn't realize how famous we were? Oh, come on. Wow. We are world famous. In Poland. In Poland. Let's see. <laughs> uh, we got an email from Scott. Scott C., if you will. We asked him to do some software for Sorcerer to make it so multiball is not always lit. And his answer was, you don't need a sorcerer for software testing. I need the sorcerer. Get a GoFundMe going so I can test it out myself. See, I always did think it was kind of lame that multiball was always lit. There should be at least the option to do something first. Not like yes. Black Knights, though. That one is too hard. Wrong. Nope, that one is perfect, Scott. Come on. I think maybe a freebie for the first one, but then you have to do something to get subsequent ones. Maybe even something like hit the ramp to light, then hit the lock to lock it. Then later on, hit the ramp, then hit the ramp within so many seconds to qualify and make the time shorter and shorter. I would say complete the rollovers up top to spell the next lock or something. You do that. See, regarding those stars rule set, it's still perfect. Rule set as it sits. But I did add a couple of tournament-friendly tuning things to my new code base. The ability to always have a certain star light at the start of a ball. And you can carry over the status of stars and drop banks to any point. Even leave everything lit if you wanted. There you go. Thank you, Scott. So Thank someone you, Scott. needs someone needs to get Scott Sorcerer so we can get that done. Yep. Uh, Eric do Russell. I believe this is uh, Eric Russell number two. I thought it was three. Uh, no, three is CNY, I thought. This is the one okay. who's a senior analyst. Oh, he is a senior. The spreadsheet guy. And uh-huh. he has corrected the spreadsheet to, uh, well, it was you won, and then I won, and, and now uh, you won again. Of course I did. Damn it. Damn banana flippers. I, I love his, his his comment on the spreadsheet cell. Was, Originally, Bruce won with Bally, but that was overturned after it was found that not all time warps shipped with banana flippers. Update, the ruling of Ron's Williams win has been re-overturned by the designer himself, Barry Alser. Woohoo! Oh, I think I was actually part of that one. Wasn't that on the podcast I was on last where you guys argued about the banana flippers? Yeah, it, it very well could be. Well, actually, well, what we argue a lot... So we originally yeah. argued about it with the Keith Elwin episode, but I'm sure we argued. And and then we got a video from Ryan C. of me and him playing um, Split Dick Flipper. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Is Dick Flipper like a variation of the game that I played before where you like touch hands with the person you're doing Split Flipper with and you have to thrust into the game with your dick to flip? Well, we weren't holding hands, but the second part, yes. Yeah, it's actually a lot of fun. Yep. Who knew? And remember, if uh, Flipper staying up more than three hours, consult a physician. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very important. Okay, that was the mail. That was that empties the mail ball bag. So what do you, what do you got to finish this up, Bruce? Two things. First, uh, CPR is uh, making, of course, play fields. And they've, the ones that have now been sold out, they have reopened, I guess, so so many people didn't grab their original orders. All right, who's CPR? Classic Playfield Reproductions. Okay, just in case people oh. want to find it on the internet. Yes. So, is, so that's like specifically for people that are, uh, you know, trying Playfield to restore swaps. their game? Yep, yeah. Playfield Swaps. They do plastics, they do back glasses, and they do Playfields. That's cool. And they made a run of the most popular game ever made. Do you know what that is, Greg? I thought it was Adam's Family. It is. No, it's Ballyhoo. I mean, like 30,000, <laughs> oh, 40,000 of them. They repo- repoed the... Uh, Adam's Family Playfield, and uh, they still have some golds available for $899 for a brand new playfield. So if you need a playfield, grab that one. Plus you know, we were, just, we were just talking about this the other day. Like, I know you guys are 
both avid players but also collectors in your own right when really nice tables. As a player, I hate Adam's Family Gold. I don't want my opponent or me to get $20 million for for Cousin It's Gold Watch or whatever. But like, I totally get why the rarer, more LE version of the most popular game of all time would be something that everybody wants. You could put the regular mm-hmm. software in it. You could have an LE yeah, play can, field yeah. with just the regular ROMs. Yep, that's what I would do. Yep. And they also have the skateball play field. Ooh, I love with, some skateball with a plastic set for seven hundred and forty nine dollars plus forty or plus fifty five dollars shipping. So for eight hundred bucks, and you can get the backlash for two forty nine. So for eleven hundred dollars, you can have everything to make your skateball look new. The colors are a little off. You can have the greatest ripoff of Flash ever. The better game. That is Flash. That. It is. Whoa! But it is it a ripoff is the of the game. Flash Playfield. Oh, it is, but it's the better one. Yeah, and I actually can... like I actually like both games a lot, though. I mean, I will agree that Skateball is the better Flash, but I like Flash. Oh, I like Flash, but it definitely. I own a Flash, so I must like it. And one more thing, new product on the market. It's been on. It's on pin side, and Ron. And and you don't hate it? No, because it comes. What's our one of our favorite games that we own together? Not together. We don't own this one together, but we <laughs> own it. We each own it. ACDC. Nope. Metallica. Newer, uh, older game. The older game. Older game. Nine ball. Nope. Okay, just tell me what it is. <laughs> God, you're no fun anymore. Well, Star- I already Star- went through all those games earlier with the head heads up challenge part. Stargazer harnesses are now being made. Oh. I so, really like Stargazer. I think that's because everyone in their brother seems to be remaking, like building their own. That seems to be the new the new thing. Yes. Like, damn it, I can't get a Stargazer. I'm gonna build my own. So now uh-huh. wait. He also has another person in that same link is making back box doors I just found. So if I can get your like a template of yours, then I can send it to him and then guess what? I'd be done. They would be done. Mentally and physically. Yeah. That's for sure. You went to frigging Arkansas to get a game. Yes I did. Yeah, you're a madman, dude. That was impressive yes. though. That was impressively crazy. It was. Yeah. I'm with Josh. I'm with Josh. You would have had to pay me an absorbent amount of money to even deal with that. But I respect the I respect the ambition and the you know the it, it is a great game. It is a great game. That's why I did it. So when you went there, did did you go like, are you from New York City? And they said New York City. <laughs> no. Nope. No. <sighs> I know. I know you're just saying in jest, like, and you know Josh agreed it was a great idea. But since you guys do have so many games in common, it would be awesome if you could actually pull off whether whether it was at like. Ron's place or or at the Silver Ball Saloon, like you only need three copy three games in common. Like just put like kind of like a an old middle new like ACDC next to ACDC, you know stars next to stars, and I don't know some EM next to some EM, whatever you guys have in common. And it's actually a really fun format. I don't know if it's worth the logistics of driving a game out of your way and setting it up, but I have to say that. The speedrun thing is like popularized in regular gaming, mm-hmm. and I think that there's a certain level of like anxiety and pressure that you never feel when you're playing pinball. Like even though you're nervous and you want to win when you play normal pinball, there's never this like, oh my god, I have to live catch perfectly right now. I can't miss this shot because I've got five seconds. And it's just, it, it was actually a lot of fun, and um, I think it would be cool to see the dimension of it not just being a stern thing, like oh the three newest sterns. Like let's do. You know, a lovable solid state that you never had to think of cool objectives. But like, you know, I don't know what's a cool objective on Quicksilver, like getting to three X. Or that it's yeah, easy. I don't know. Just 
Well, it's a, it's a speed run, so you can make them easier or hard. It depends. Oh yeah, no, I agree. No, oh, no, I, I like that idea. <laughs> he said, "Pull off." <laughs> it would be a good stream opportunity for the Slam Tilt Twitch. Unfortunately, the one I'm going to be moving soon, ours are not even close to being similar. Ron's played my fist. <gasps> Dragon fist. Oh, I've never even played Dragon Fist, but I'm like excited by it. It makes me think of like Targaryen. Making me think of Khaleesi, but also like some karate Bruce Lee action. Yeah, it's Bruce I'm excited. Lee. It, Bruce Lee's yeah. on the game. Oh, but, really? Yeah. My but mind it, is rough. They put a headband on him, so it's not Bruce Lee, but it is Bruce Lee. So they don't get sued. So, uh, Bruce, are you supporting uh, Are you supporting Keith and, and Timmy and Stern? Are you going to get an Iron Maiden for the Silver Ball Saloon? Oh, no. No? Not right not now. Right. No, no, I don't. I'm more worried about making everything else work in the place before i have 24 games now more since you've been up there so i can't wait to come back when's the next tournament i should be visiting for us in the summer well we're going to have one next month we're going to have our first critical hit tournament three strikes oh with the cards yeah Car- carl d'angelo yep april 14th can i just say this we're, we're all friends of carl we all respect i think him it's april much. 14th no it's all right it's april 21st he he didn't win Texas, and big props to Robert, but man, did Carl crush at Texas. That last game on yeah. Metallica was like even better than the Bowden-Eric Russell game. Like I thought that I had seen the best recorded game of Metallica at your bar, but then, yeah. I, watched, then I watched Carl D'Angelo do silly things for that Texas-Metallica. Granted, the, 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 the crank it up was set to easy, but holy moly, did that guy play perfectly. Yeah, we got it's April twenty first at the bar. Eleven dollars to join. I hope all of you will come out. If not, I want one more. I'm thinking about possibly in the summer, and Ron's gonna laugh at me. <laughs> twelve hours uh, at Rochester. I like it. Only twelve hours, pussy. You do that in my sleep. What wow. is that? Noon to noon? Come on. No, ten to ten. Midnight. Oh, oh 10, ten to ten, 10. even easier. Mm. Come 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. or 10 yep. p.m. to 10 a.m. See, there you go. That'd be more of a challenge. Boy, no one would ever play in it. But you can't serve alcohol past a certain point. Is the problem. Two o'clock. So That's you're better one. off doing the daytime. You got it. So then we can have all the fun. So intoxicated people for 12 hours. You got it. Awesome. I'm just all the time. They're barfing all over your games. <sighs> That'd be great. It would be. <laughs> but our our next tournament is in April. 21st. Who won the? Who won that last tournament? The one after Upstate. Steve Bowden. Oh he man, beat, he beat the slub name uh, Ron. I had his Ooh. ass on Quicksilver. What happened? Did you let it go? He got uh, away from you. We all had shitty games, but eh, I should have, should have, should have got him there. That would have made the third game interesting. That was still was kind of interesting, but. So are you fitting now in your role of Tim Balls or Darth Balls 2.0? I very much enjoy being on the show. We love having you on. You know that. Thanks. I'd love, uh, I'd love for people to start remembering me as Wapparelli again, but I can, uh, I can carry the... All right, we'll, we'll start a campaign. It's Wapparelli, folks. He's yes. not Darth Balls. He's graduated to the next level. He's now Wapparelli. I called him that as soon as we came on tonight. You know that. He is better, faster, what is it, drunker? I got yeah. <laughs> to get the gimmick. Better, faster, stronger, drunker. No, but uh, I did have a sleepover with uh, Tim Balls this weekend. He was, uh, uh, was did nice you enough to host. No, no, he was in his his bedroom, and I was on the couch. But uh, Levy and I and and CJ from New York City stayed, 
and Tim was a great host, and he has a nice apartment over there, not far from the Stern Factory, and also not far from downtown Chicago where we were playing. Uh, I spent one night at um, my good friend Jason Wardrick's place, where I got to play his games, which is cool, and uh, I really enjoyed the Chicago uh, experience. I, I got my my deep dish pizza out of the way, and it was really freaking good. But I did post today and saying that I I have to give the best pizza to New York City just because. I'm not even saying I wouldn't pick deep dish over it. That, that stuff is amazing. It's just not pizza. It's it's something else. Like it's too heavy. To, it's yeah, too you have thick. to eat it with a fork. It's heavy. It's thick. It's it's not pizza, but it is it is damn good. Um, they also have a a lot of pinball bars. I only went to a couple, but um, they got a good scene out there. Obviously, it's like the heart of pinball's history, and I can't wait to go back. Thankfully, I've got two close friends that live there, and um, I know we miss Tim so much. I have to visit him. Enjoy your steak tomorrow, Timmy. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was a classy move by Josh. Yes. Yeah, it was. So, do we have anything else? Nope. I am done with my two things. Because Greg gets to go play in a league. At like, what, when is the league? When does this thing start? It's like 8 o'clock. No, 8.30. No, no. All right, so um, normally tonight I would be playing in league, but it's actually the halfway mark party, which the only reason I have to really feel obligated to go is... It's being held at the commissioner's new bar that opened up in January. It's called Solid State, for those of you that are listening that are in the area. If you haven't checked it out, it's in Woodside. They've got seven pins and uh, 20 great taps, and um, Chris Medina is probably the guy that did the most for pinball in New York City out of everybody in this resurgence. So I always want to support Queens, uh, which is local to me. And uh, Yeah, but uh, I was glad that we were able to do this since Josh is so old that he had to record early. <laughs> really, oh. it really fits my schedule. Wow. Ouch. Wow. See, I, he won't even listen this far into it, so I, he won't even know. No, he does. He, if you notice, he listens to it because he knows all the gimmicks and the spick, you know, the, the things stick. you say. The stick. Josh, Josh knows I love him. Uh, a lot of people were rooting for, for Josh, and a lot of people were rooting for Colin. Kind of was like, no, we need Josh to get a first. Like, oh, this young kid is so good. We want to see him win. But I'm always team Josh, and he, he was being humble when he was on with us earlier. He, he played awesome. He played awesome all day. So good for him. I agree. So I think Greg's theme music, I could play No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the no, Beastie Boys. Yes, I, th- I think that would work for him. I, that's, well, I think that's, in New York that City. Is actually, that is actually coming to fruition. Um, no Sleep Till Brooklyn, the tournament idea, midnight to noon, is going to happen at some point. I'm just finalizing the date. And uh, we are going to give away a pinball machine, probably a jackpot. And um, it'll be Ooh, a high buy-in. Jackpot. It'll be a, yeah. It'll Excellent. Be a, well, Bruce hates it, but I like it. Most I'd sell it. Like I'd sell it. You know what? I'd love to be the guy that has to convince someone, like the game that you guys play. I'd love to be the guy that has to convince someone about Jackpot because Jackpot's firing on all cylinders. You can gamble. You can hit super Jackpots that are very quick. And I mean, the game's just got everything to it. Mega Visor, the impossible almost wizard mode that existed before wizard modes. Come on. Bruce doesn't. Yeah, he'd rather play Pinbot. Yes. But you'd rather play Jackpot than a Gottlieb, though. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Oh, did I tell you guys? I've officially sold my Buck Rogers. I'm free Holy of the curse. Yeah, you are free of the System 1 pain. Congratulations. I actually you know, love the game. I love the game. You know what I'm going to buy too. next? I'm going to buy me a... Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> so what is that on the list now for you? Um, my, first, my first thing that I love is a game like... You talked about it today. I love a game like Argosy or I love a game like Grand Prix. Just a simple EM with drop catch ability and spinner rips. Um, but I'm open-minded. Uh, I, I want to practice 
more nudging before Pinberg. I want to practice getting better at drop catching and some 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 flipper skills that really help you out in those older games. And uh, I don't know. I haven't I haven't had a game yet. Well, I only owned one game, but I, obviously, what is what is Buck Rogers lacking? A spinner. It's just a bunch of targets. I want to. I want to rip. I want to rip that. Spin. Fun. It's lacking fun. fun. It is lacking fun. <laughs> I'm open-minded, though. I'm open-minded. I will take. I'll take any number of games. You need like a blackjack. That would be cool. I like blackjack. Or if you want system one pass. countdown. That's even a yeah, better one. I would even good. say that's a great one. Uh, blackjack is tap passing. You got spinners. Yes. You yep. got a pretty damn good rule set for the time with the whole beat the dealer deal. You have to and make you sure it's evil. You have to have it set evil so that the ties are a loss and that when the ball falls out of that scoop, it doesn't go back in by chance because that's annoying when it does that. Zach, Zach has a fix for it now. He put a gate on his. Okay. One-way gate, so it does not go back in. You'll notice that Doug Polka loves using that game, and I kind of like it because I think it's a great tournament game. It is a great tournament game. It's also at the Sanctum. Yes. yes. I agree with you about the Sanctum. I play well at the Sanctum. Even though I'm not an old game specialist, their games always have like a certain level of comfort that brings... I, I agree. Although they do have a dialed in. That, that's by far the newest game they have. Yes. Yeah. And they also have a Viper, though. Oh, man. I won on Viper last year, but it was... It is not a good game. That's the game. Am I not mistaken? Is that the game that it goes into something that shoots the ball into nothing over the and turret. over again? And, it's not yeah. nothing. Once you get used to it, there is an actual rule set. You, you put it in the turret and you try to hit the lit shots. That increases the uh, playfield multiplier. The problem is the spinner is never worth anything. Even when it's max, it's worth shit. Mm-hmm. So we had Scott do a little modification to make the spinner actually worth something. It was a suggestion from Tim Balls. Yeah. So maybe Jim, if I burn a copy, Jim will put it in there. That'd be cool. We didn't talk about this when we talked about the circuit finals. Like, you know, there's so many good old Sterns, and it was interesting that they took the Data East, you know, literal definition, as Josh said, like the name on the trademark was actually Stern. But, you know, they, they took in uh, Robocop, which is a great game. They had Sea Witch, which is obviously a popular old Stern. But then there was kind of some curveballs like, you know, Galaxy catacomb free fall most of those games i'd never played which worked out for me i had a good game on free fall that punched my ticket i kept getting the ball on the right flipper spinner spinner lit spinner but yeah but but i thought it was cool that they didn't pick the obvious ones like i know that the three of us all love stars the three of us all love you know um damn why am i blanking here uh quicksilver all of us love meteor you know cheetah they did they did use meteor well, some of the obvious picks will probably be in next year, which is cool because it was nice to have like you know this elite tournament with all the best players there. But oh, it's not just this tournament; you're playing you're playing old solid states too. I like watching people play catacomb when the ball's over and they walk away, and then they like come back. Like, oh crap, that's right, I'm supposed to do the bagatelle thing. Man, I had no idea what the fuck was going on with that. I'm gonna really. Admit it. I, I was so confused and frustrated because I was like, flipper changes the color. Yeah, I didn't right know that part. Flips. I thought I was just randomly trying to get ABCD with no, no idea. As to what no, was happening. no, no. I checked pintips.net. There was nothing. I asked a couple people. YouTube. No, yeah. you needed to listen to us last week. Yes, we rec- rec- recommended oh. a video on YouTube that is by Scott that gives a full description of the rules. I've been listening to you guys every week, and I didn't get around to it because I was busy last week. Mm, that probably cost a- me a point. They probably did. Well, plus it was on Papa TV. Yeah. 
Well, John Rapogel was in my group, and he was like very confident in his knowledge about it. But he just got houseballed, which is that's not that happens. Fault. That it happens. Happen. And so this has been episode eighty-four: Godzilla versus the Sea Monster. This is the Slam Till podcast. I'd like to thank all our, I guess they're not sponsors, all the people we like to plug. And we'll let you oh do my. this. We'll let you do this, Bruce. You haven't done it, so plug away. I might okay, be on we'll head to head in a couple weeks, hopefully. Nice, uh, Steve Bowden from a bonus. Say hi to Steve. Hi Zach. Hi Zach. Hey Jeff Teolis. Hi Jeff from uh, that flipping podcast, or no, that the Jeff from uh, this week in pinball. We got Jeff from the Players Podcast, which I've still have not been on. He promised me when I got him on, he'd get me on eventually. Boy, <laughs> he's got a lot of episodes on. He, wow. He told me I should be on also, so maybe. See, we'll you know, empty promises, You're man. just not a player. You're not a player, Bruce. I'm not a player. I got to be like a uh, chowderhead. Chowderhead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, plus, we also have uh, Brody and Pinball. We have the Canadian Pinball Podcast. We have this flipping podcast. Who They, they, they talked about us. Gamers they, Podcast. No, 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 both of those podcasts talked about us, but didn't call us up by name. I huh. can't fail on that. Well, did they say were good they, things or bad things? Nice things or bad things? Yeah, exactly. No, they said good things. They said, "Oh, I heard on this podcast that they, you know, about this, this, and this," but they didn't say. But then other podcasts huh. go, "Oh, yeah, we, we, you know." So it was kind of a fail. <laughs> There's uh, the Pinball Podcast, the Coast to Coast, which actually did have Who? an episode. Who? Oh, they're back. They're back. Well, kind of. Yeah, once in a blue moon. Oh no, no. All right, so so Nate Shivers might be back, but what about the worldwide pinball thing? Oh, no, I, oh, I like that. that one. Oh come on, no. That's on hold. That's on hold. We now have it because we actually talk more about tournaments. No, no one wants to talk about. Okay, I'm sick of using that. No line one at this wants point. to talk about. I'm sick of that line. But, no, it's getting I love it. Yeah, but it works. So Speaking well. of competitive pinball, Sunshine League is every Wednesday in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Ooh, there you go. So play it if you're there. Yeah. So don't or forget. Don't. Uh, don't forget. 21st of April, three strikes, critical hip tournament at my, at the, uh, not my house, uh, the bar, $11 to join. The gold standard at, of pinball bars. Yes. Uh, doors open at 12 and we will start at 2 PM. So you have two hours of practice. Let's see. Is, is there any events coming up this weekend? Cause I had to actually edit in the part where I mentioned the upcoming circuit final and head to head championship. Did you notice that in the podcast? Yes, did. We we didn't yes, did. talk about that. I had to friggin' add that. Uh, there's nobody a, wants there's... to talk about competitive pinball. Exactly. We actually have a tournament at the bar this weekend oh, with we... our local radio station. High score tournament on Tommy. You get one one free game on Tommy. You get the high score. You get two tickets to Roger Daltrey at local uh, at CMAC, which is Canadian. It's the Canada Canada tournament. Oh, wait, are you saying the person that gets the best score out of all the participants wins yes. them, or the person that beats the GC? No, person that gets the high score out of the two hours of qualifying. Okay. One game, he's only can play. That's super cool. I like that promotion. it's free. The game is set for free play. Free play, baby. Don't get fooled again. Play some Tommy. And there'll yeah. be prizes and giveaways, and we're doing uh, $8 pitchers, and wow. we're doing 75-cent wings, and we're doing... Liquor specials also. I like it. Oh, yes. Come on out to the bar, the Silver Bowl Saloon. Say hi to world-famous Kathy Nightingale and Bruce. Well, there's nothing. There's no major tournaments in uh, the, at the end of April, but obviously Allentown, I expect to see you both there as I usually do. I hope so, myself. Uh, I can't guarantee that. 
Yeah, for me, and it's then, about 60-40. Are you both registered for the NYCPC? Yes. I am. Yes. Very good. Very good. Yes, very good. Gentlemen, until we meet again. Until we meet again, let's thank Greg. He's going to go out to his his uh, party, his pinball party. As if I didn't play enough pinball. Yeah, like you didn't play enough pinball. That's all he did all weekend. Jesus. I know. Jesus Christ. One day I will be diagnosed as clinically insane. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on, sir. Well, thank you for having me, gentlemen. You're always welcome. And thanks to all our listeners. Hopefully our website will be coming up soon. Ooh, little teaser. I got to work on that. We we are on Twitter now. Ooh, and Instagram. And Instagram. For your Instagram, you just need to send selfies every day. Of my junk? I'll get kicked off real fast. Oh, (laughs) Oh, my. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Adam Webster. Josh Sharp has joined. Ooh. Hello? Your car. Do you hear me now? Yes, we do, Ferrari boy. What the fuck? Wait, you have a new I Ferrari? I swear to God, I'm like fucking 38 going on 91. What <laughs> What'd you forget? Of this shit. <laughs> Unfucking believable. What a great intro. I love him.